Travelers of the night. Moon night. Is his name is Mark or is it Stephen? Maybe Jake. Luckily, yeah. That's it. Oh, moon night. Lava, 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 personalities and then no one knows what they are. Oh, yeah. I got what you're going for. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I, I failed miserably. <laughs> no, you know what? That's better than I got. That's... I've been drugged up all week. Woo! So welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerd, where we are two thirty to forty something year olds to talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris, and I'm Kyle. And if you guys want to hang out with us and interact in person and such, uh, down in the links in the show notes down below us, we have uh, links to our yeah below us. We have links to our Discord server where you can join in the conversation. We have all kinds of fun channels to talk about anything that you want to talk about for movies, anime, comics. Uh, video games we got ball sports we got beer we got funkos we got me with balls and balls lots of balls lots of balls memes. discord's free join um join the uh join the discord just so you can join our discord and then talk with us and tell us like hey your show is awesome or, hey, your show is terrible so do mm-hmm. that and if you guys want to interact with us live and in person and um, you know at the same time every friday and saturday night you can find us both on twitch Chris over there is Guyver Unit 01, G U Y B E R U N T 01. I uh, stream under KSIG, K underscore S I G, both on Twitch. You can find us usually every Friday and Saturday night playing community games, playing uh, indie horror games, playing just kind of whatever, you know, our fancy is grabbed by at the time. Uh, Chris is a little bit uh, under the weather, not under the weather, but you're on injured reserve for a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carpal. Switch off, ladies and gentlemen. Switch off. Be be a pinch hitter. Yeah, yeah. Poor little yeah, guy's so down. He's down I for the carpal count. Surgery on Monday, so I have been on uh, pain pills and just recovering. I can't use this hand. I can't mm. do anything over five pounds. Technically, I could have taken this off on Wednesday, Thursday, but I talked to the lady from the hospital, and she's like, "Just it's." sterile keep it on as long as possible and it covers up the incision so there you go and i look like a mummy (laughs) how appropriate oh why is that appropriate it's funny no i mean no what are we talking about because we're talking about we're leading into (laughs) yeah we're talking about things as such that are similar to that today um the latest marvel entry on disney plus Ooh, Moon what is that? Ooh. Moon night. Moon night, Kyle. No, that's the wrong yeah. one. Yes. Kyle. Can I help you? Yes. Kyle, Kyle. Tell them why we enjoyed this series. I enjoyed you thoroughly like going full in for that voice and forgot to hit your voice changer before yes, you. 100 <laughs> percent Yeah. The enthusiasm, and then it was like, oh. What I hope have I said my bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah, oh, we're talking. Mar- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're talking about Moon Knight. Um, the latest entry into the Marvel series. It it was really cool. Like, I don't 
really know a better lead into it than like it was really cool it was not what i expected because i i didn't have a lot of expectations because i don't know much about the character at all uh, from the comic side uh chris does know more than i do i and i know a little bit more a wee little a wee little bit more because he was never one of my favorites yeah i like him i now, do too i've liked him a lot more because of this the the show was really cool um we're going to talk a little bit about what we know on the background. I'm probably going to talk more about the show, the uh, the ambiance of the show, how it made us feel as people. And then just probably the general tone of the show was different than a lot of stuff that Marvel's done. So we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going and to talk. Warning, there are spoilers in this. If you have not watched the series, yeah, this isn't like a Nurky where we go episode by episode. Doing the whole Which thing. we do we do need to go back to Nurkies because B Rob said he wants to he cut when he called me yesterday he wants to do Obi-Wan. Oh well B Rob wants to do it, then we're gonna okay we'll probably Oh B Rob. Oh I'm B Rob. I'm gonna yeah, we'll probably do that. But and... um there are spoilers in this. So if you haven't oh, yeah. watched the series, you should probably wait until after you watch the series, or if you don't give a shit like Chove. Yeah, he's gonna listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so. yeah, it was a cool there was a lot of topics that kind of got hit on this there was some things that marvel did with this that makes me hopeful for some future developments for them and some um routes that they'll be able to take because um i haven't even looked at the reviews to see how well it was accepted but i'm going to assume it was pretty well very well a little bit that i've seen that it, it was really well received um and so there's some there it's gonna be really cool what marvel can do with this because of the success of this show and how it was done it's different mm-hmm. you know and every time they're doing a series almost every time they're doing a series it's different you know wandavision was something completely different um loki was something completely different i think the only one that really felt i don't know in line with what they've done in the past was uh falcon winter soldier mm-hmm. that that felt like an extended typical marvel movie not in a bad way i'm not down down it at all because it was an awesome series i think that's the one that felt the most traditional compared to everything else so far i would agree and so but this was something even more differenter yeah more differenter more differenter Mm -hmm. um in response to what you're saying flash fact moon knight was the most in-demand u.s premiere of the first quarter really Mm mm-hmm Scored in the exceptional category with 33.4 times the average demand of all other series in the U.S. during its first 30 days. Um, And it said that's exceptionally, that's exceptional because um, it started later than other series. Like if you look at like Peacemakers in the same quarter. They got a... You know, what was it? Is it six episodes? It was six episodes. Six. Mm-hmm. So it's a shorter run because usually they do seven to nine. In yeah, in, in between. In between. So it was a shorter one. It, it feels like they didn't expect it to do as good as it did. Like they had a reason to get it out there, but I don't think they expected the reception that it got. I don't think they did either. Um, it. What set it apart for me was it's it's a horror. Um, you're a horror. You're a horror. <laughs> um, it, it's a horror piece. It's like their first 
foray into the horror genre. That's darker. Um, yeah, way darker. Like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is the first true horror film into the MCU. Mm-hmm. But this is the first series. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked it way more than I thought I was going to like it. Like, I kind of went in with no expectations. I did the same. I, I didn't know what to expect with it. Mm-mm. I think that's why I went in with no expectations. Yep. Oh, um, one thing we forgot before we get too far into it. Yes. Uh, listener of the week. Oh, who's our listener of the week? Doc Biohazard. Doc. Oh, Doc. I, Please here. Yeah. You oh, you can only me. one hand clap. Yeah, there yeah. we go. What's the sound of one hand clapping? Yeah. <sighs> No, there you hear it. You hear it. Um, but Doc, thank you for your loyal listening. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. Loyal listener, good friend. Appreciate you being around, playing with us on the weekends when he's able to. Cool mm-hmm. dude. Cool dude. Yeah. Also streamed. Doc, so Doc is part of our uh, EGTN community, and he plays with us Fridays, Saturdays when he can. Yep, Doc's a cool guy. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Doc. So let's uh, let's roll back and go into. Well, first off. Yeah, let's roll back and go into the history of Moon Knight a little bit from what you can recall. I want to quiz quiz your drug-riddled brain from the week. (laughs) So the show is actually pretty accurate in the origins of Moon Knight. Like the Mm -hmm. first issue dealt with um, the mercenary band in Egypt. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was correct in who his boss was of that mercenary band, Bushman, who they referenced. Um, We'll go into Bushman a little bit more later, but Bushman is the main villain for Moon Knight. He is Mark's, he's his um, Sauron or Saruman or Vader or, you know, he's just, he's the anti-Mark. Um. It was a, you know, it was a, if I remember correctly, it was a, it was a, not really assassination, murder, like, you know, they're commandos, they're mercs. Um, it, it went all wrong. And he was dying on the steps. And then Khonshu appeared to him and, you know, said, will you keep the travelers of the night safe? So he, you know, Khonshu is the god of the night in Egypt. And... Mark accepted, and that's what started Moon Knight. Um, what makes Moon Knight so exceptional, and why with, this is actually, I'm pleased why this is our first episode in May, is because May is actually Mental Health Awareness Month, which is a very, very um, big thing. And Kyle and I are both, I don't want to say passionate about mental health, but like, we all know, you You all may not know it, but you probably know someone who has a mental health issue. And that could include anxiety, that can include um, depression, that can include, it's, it's a big thing. And I think as time's going on in 2022, we're becoming more aware that it's actually a big thing and it's becoming more accepted not really accepted, but um, it's it lights being sh- shown upon it, and it's not such a stigma anymore. Yep, better understood. Than better it understood, been right? And um. it's it's just a big thing. And mm-hmm. Moon Knight 
delves into that better than just about any other comic that I know or show mm. because Deadpool's crazy, mm. but he's, you know, insane, crazy. Mark Spector has um, DID. What is that? Disassociative. Uh, dissociative identity disorder. Disorder, right. Disorder, dis- yeah, disorder. Disorder. Um, you know, commonly known previously in multiple personality disorder, and this is the, like, official designation for it now. Uh, basically stating, you know, you have a, you know, it, your your personality, what makes up you as a person, your personality, and I, I, I may butcher this because I am no psych guy at all, but, you know, there's different facets of your personality that make you up, that make up you as a person, and it's the split off of those individual facets that uh, into their own individual personalities and it's kind of what we saw with 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 in moon knight you know you have mark who is the you know that's his base personality like mark is the guy and uh, he's more aggressive he's more standoffish he's more physical he's quick to react he's 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 the problem solver he's the problem solver in the fight or flight he's the fight and then you have Steven, that is like, I don't want to say the complete opposite. He's just different. He's more methodical. Steven is the eternal optimist. He yeah. always sees the good in every situation. Mm-hmm. And he believes in the good of people, no matter what the situation. He's more analytical. He um, is more slower, British, more British, quite a bit more British. Um, I would say at least 75% more British <laughs> on the scale. 75, definitely. Yeah, British. British. Bros. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, I guess for all intents and purposes, he's, you know, he's the complete opposite of Mark. Um, he's the anti-Mark. As, Anti-Mark. Mm-hmm. Which we think. Which we, we think. think. Well, and that's, Okay. Okay, well, might as well go ahead and just do it now, because there's three. There's three person that we there's know three of. that we know of that we know of now, um, and there there was hints that there was three well, through the whole show, starting at the beginning, starting at the beginning with the end, like everything. Um, there was so many hints. Um, I mean, you kind okay, of what what are the hints? Let's start with some of the hints from the beginning. Well, there were subtle hints, like even in the first, as you watch from the first episode forward. Almost any time you see either Mark or Steve, Stephen, whenever they look at their reflection, that's kind of how they communicate with each other until later mm-hmm. on in the series when they're able to actually kind of merge um, or have more control over who was having control over the body at the time. And you would see those shots where they were looking in the mirror, and there would usually be – there's almost always three. And so they would be, you, They'd be talking to each other. They'd be talking to each other. If they saw a reflection, a lot of times there was the physical body and then two reflections somewhere in the scene. And they would be looking other, like either other directions or it'd be a a slight. Just, um, yeah, very subtle. Yeah. Very subtle. The the scene where uh, they were in the mental health institution. What was the name of the, the, it was. um, I don't remember. I had the name of it here. I just pulled it up. Uh, Sankowitz Psychiatric Hospital when they were there um, 
when it was, I can't remember if it was Mark or Steven that was running through the hallway, found the sarcophagus and let the, let the other one out. So then there was two of them, you know, then the two personalities actually physically could see each other mm-hmm. in this thing. There was a third one that they didn't open. They saw it and they're like, mm, nope, and go on. And so there was that. There was a lot of references to threes. You know, the when we think back to WandaVision, there was a lot of, uh, what was it, the hexagon or hex? Uh, yeah, a lot of hexagon references. Um, there's a lot of triangles and things. And and I think that part of it, I've seen that theory thrown out a lot. Like you see a lot of triangles and, you know, there's three sides to a triangle. So there's hints that there's three personalities. I think that could be that. Or there's, you know, a lot of Egyptian lore in the in this series, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so that could be more that I could see that as a call to that. Cause I've I've read that throughout the comics he actually had more than three. He had like oh, he had, he had a lot 10 or eleven. Too. But the it three them, what period. I guess mm-hmm. it is. But what I'm gathering, the three that we see um eventually in this series are like the main three. Right. Well, and like Kyle was saying, it's they gave hints throughout the entire series, like the pyramids, you know, triangle. There's mm-hmm. three. Um, if you look where, and we had hints the whole time, like when Stephen woke up and his goldfish was dead or dying, then all of a sudden there was a new one in there. Um, when he went into the little space that was above in his loft, if you look at what how it was cut out, it was cut out as a triangle. Yeah. Um, when he opened the phone and went down through it, one of the names in there, I, was it Jake? I can't remember if it was Jake or not. One of the names in the phone, I'm looking that up real quick. Um, no, 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 that wasn't it. Um, I'm thinking of something else. The na- the extra name on the phone was actually his sidekick in the comics. It was okay. was it Frenchie? It was no Duchamp. Duchamp. Yeah. Um. And then, um, there was just all sorts of little hints when he, um, that first episode when. Harold went after him in the museum when he, you know, kind of looked in the case and then you saw the three people. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, one. There was that when they were, he was in the bathroom fighting the uh, first whatever. The you know, jackal. Was the jackal. He was looking at the mirror here and then there, or looking ahead and there's two mirrors on each side. So there was a lot. Right. And um, I mentioned Harrow. Harrow mm-hmm. only existed in the comics for the first issue. They really drug him out. He was a throwaway character who died in the first issue. Um, he actually, they created this character for Moon Knight, for the TV show. Oh. And I will tell you, I think Ethan Hawke did fantabulous so as good. Arthur Harrow. Like, I really enjoyed his character, I especially since there was nothing to go on. But one thing that he is getting roasted for was when he was speaking mandarin i think it was mandarin mm-hmm. apparently he butchered it so bad everyone in my little asian communities that i'm part of like on facebook and stuff mm-hmm. was just roasting him apparently it wasn't even close it pissed off the asians even 
Well, you go Ethan, but Ethan, he did a great job in it. Yeah. I think, I mean, to be honest, like if that's the only thing that he fumbled, yep. you know, I'm going to assume, and they probably could have had, you know, maybe a dialect coach to help or whatever, but if you don't speak Mandarin, it's probably hard to pick up. Probably. A little bit. A little bit. That's my guess. It'd be cool to learn, though. No, it's it'd be a good skill to have. Yeah. I don't think with my country-ass accent that I could even pull it off. Even if I, like, I don't, I don't think I could do it. Nay how! <laughs> Nay how, Kylon! God. Did you say lawn chair? No, Kylon! He owned Kylon! So... Yeah, I don't think you can pull it off. No, I couldn't. Now I kind of want to try. No. So all your friends on Facebook. Do that on your stream tonight. Oh, yeah, that'll go over great. Yeah, I'm sure that won't get you a ban at all. Well, you got to give me the pass. (laughs) That's true, too. And I'd be like, I endorse. Yeah. It's okay. I can do it. My Asian friend said it was cool. He he said it's fine. He speaks for the Asians. Mm -hmm. For the whole delegation. (laughs) Um. Okay, so let's get into the uh, – let's talk about the show a little bit more real quick. Um, Okay. Just kind of the big overview. It's – Layla, um, you have your main character. You have Arthur. You have Mark. You have Khonshu. And you have Layla. We'd call him Markther. Markther. Yeah. Markther. Or Ark. I like Mark. Markther. I like Markther. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember right, Layla didn't exist in the comics. Did she not? I don't know. No, she went as um, she is supposed to be. So his girlfriend in the comics was. I'm trying to remember her name now. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, she she didn't exist in the comics because some people thought she was Layla Miller, who knows stuff. Um, that's her power. Yeah, that's her power. She knows, she knows stuff. stuff. <laughs> she she can tell you what's going on because she knows stuff or what's going to happen. Like she was a great character. So she's like a psychic, kind of. Because that's that's basically the definition. Of, like that's. So in House of M, Layla could wake up people Mm -hmm. from when Wanda, um, you know, no more mutants. Mm -hmm. She could wake them up from that so they remembered what the correct, how it was supposed to be. Because she knows stuff. (laughs) I would love that. What's your superpower? I know stuff. I know stuff. But like, what do you know? Stuff? All the stuff? Yeah. Are you psychic? No. What else? What else? What are you? Are you really fast? No. What can you do? I know things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. It was supposed to be stuff in and the, things. Stuff and things. No, I mean you're right. I love it. Um, you go ahead, it? and I'll find oh. it here in a sec. I can't remember because it's not Layla. So. One of the, since we're going to do like, we're talking about high overview stuff, one of the things that we've talked about 
um, quite a bit off recording of why we liked this show leading up to it. It was it's about it being different than anything that Marvel's done so far. It's darker, it's grittier. It feels really close, and we may get freaking burned at the stake for this. Or what? Well, I'll take ownership of it. It feels close to a DC style darker grittier project and by that i mean there's it's it's not there's there it still has some of the marvel lightheartedness but it's not really heavy-handed with it it um you still have moments of levity you still have moments of comedy in your traditional marvel style but not as much like the show itself was dark and got darker it wasn't um super action-packed like the action scenes were really cool especially at the end when we had the big battle like the battle of the titans style of battle but it was it had that that horror feel to it, especially early on it's it set that tone you know in the museum with the creatures and and uh steven kind of freaking out it had that horror tone to it so much so that like my little guy who watches everything that we watch is like i don't know if i want to keep watching it like it was it was spooky enough there um but it had a it, it had a darker tone, which I liked. I like the dark and the greedy. We've established this like ad nauseum. Like I, I love it. But something else that was really cool, I think, is out of all the things that they've done, um, movies and series and and things, um, you know, visual media, whatever. This seems to operate entirely on its own. Meaning there wasn't, I mean, I'm sure there was a few little Easter eggs here and there and callbacks. This, this stood on its own two legs. Mm -hmm. There was, there was, I, agree. I didn't, I didn't catch, I'm somebody's going to probably point us out, point out that there were, and I'm not going to go out and research it right now because we're already recording, that there are probably other, you know, ties to the bigger MCU universe, MCU universe. Is that like ATM machine? Anyway. <laughs> To the bigger MCU. Boop, 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 boop. Mm -hmm. ATM, automatic oh. killer machine machine, Marvel Cinematic Universe universe. Anyway, um, this like stood on its own. There was no like big callbacks or anything to the Avengers, no acknowledgement of the snap, which is usually the super easy, this ties everything into everything. Like, okay, you're part of the universe now because you said something about the snapping. Right? Yep. Nothing. This was its own thing. This could have and could, you know, and it stood on its own as its own thing. Now, with that, is how we got to see how they're going to tie it back into everything. And I'm really curious about that because they're not going to want and done this one. It did too well to want and done it. Well, as of right now, it is because they submitted it for a limited run series hmm. for Oscars. No, I don't mean the series continuing, I'm about the character. Oh, the character? No, 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 no. Um, what's his name? Fiji. Fiji. Mm -hmm. He he's already come out and said that he's going to return. He's going to play a bigger role in the MCU as a whole. I hope so. He's really cool. The great just, character. Just from the visual of the character, I want to see Mister Knight meet Deadpool, and then Which just have be this. Because see who's crazier. Well, they're. I mean, just from the eyes and the mask and stuff, they're visually similar. Yeah. They're very different. Like the whole look is different, but it's just the way the mask is, the way oh, the 100%. eyes are. Well, very... because the, 
like when I know what you're talking about, like when he was opening his eyes wide or going mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. kind yeah. of squinting. Yeah. There's no, no like definition to the eyes, just that solid color with a little bit of almost a little bit of glow. Yep. And then the way the, the, like the whole mandible area of the mask or whatever you want to call it is um, probably a really bad idea for me to cover my mouth when I'm talking to a microphone. No, but, that's fine. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a visual similarity to the Deadpool style there. So I think it'd be cool just to see them meet. Uh, oh, I agree. Just for that. Okay, found it. Her name okay. was Marlene. I can't pronounce the last name. Al Relaine, who becomes his lover and the mother to his daughter in the comics. Aw. There is no Layla in the comics. Aww. So she's a whole, whole ass new character. a whole character. new character, which I think is actually cool because... Um, I think she actually might be, she's Egyptian. She's the first Egyptian superhero from Marvel that I can think of. Well, and they pointed that out in the show when the little yeah. girl, yep. you know, after she became, um, oh crap, what was? Um, Golden Scarab. Golden Scarab. But what was the, I forget the God's name that. Tarouette. Uh, Tarouette. She became her avatar. I think it's, if we're butchering these, forgive us. Mm-hmm. Or don't. I don't care. We're trying. We don't care. We're trying, damn it. We have it. good intentions. Um, but that was actually pretty awesome. So let's let's dive into that a little bit. We can talk about avatars and we can talk about the mythology kind of close at the same time. That the concept of the avatars was really cool. That but we can't awesome. really talk about avatars until we talk about the Egyptian gods. This this show relies heavily on um, Egyptian mythology and culture, and you know it. It didn't dive deep into it, and I'm not anywhere near the level of knowledge I would need to be to know if they did it justice. Right. Um, I'm aware. I've heard the names of several of these Egyptian gods before, you know, Khonshu, Amit, Horus, Osiris, um, all these that were mentioned. Um, the the visuals of it with the pyramids and the tombs and the chambers and, the like, the council halls that they had were all really cool. Uh, the theme around the show, I think it's really important to talk about, is you had these Egyptian gods that could only, they needed a avatar on Earth to be able to interact and do their godly business. Like, that's that was kind of their requirement. So, that being uh, said. So, I had a point, but now I don't remember. Go ahead. Okay. There's a lot of mythology that gets that gets tied into MCU things, All right? So we've had um, Norse Norse mythology was our first, really, with Thor, um, Odin, and all these things, and that that got explained in a very Marvel way with, you know, actually otherworldly um, aliens, whatever, however you want to do it. Uh, which is a really cool explanation. Then we had um, uh, a lot of, with the Eternals, we got introduced to a lot of the basis for some, there was some Greek mythology there. Um, but now, you know, and all that tied together, all celestial type beings and societies and all that. But now with this, like they seem actually you know, godly. Is that the word I want to to go with? Well, and 
what you were saying is, I mean, like you said, you had, well, you've got the the Norse gods already. Mm-hmm. We have the Eternals, and then we have the Greek gods that are upcoming, which we've seen in Love and Thunder, the preview. Mm-hmm. Um, oh this, yeah, we're getting we're getting Zeus. I forget. Yeah, we're, we're getting the Greek Parthenon. Um, I think we're we might actually be getting more than that because we're getting Gore the God Killer in Love and Thunder. Okay. This show kind of one of the problems I have it. So one of the most ancient enemies in the comics of all the characters is um, Apocalypse, and he was mm-hmm. an he was an Egyptian pharaoh. This kind of killed that because we saw um it kind of rewrote some stuff and we saw king as they mentioned him is like one of the first pharaohs in the tomb and we saw his picture okay now we've had some allusion to king uh-huh well they were in the, then when they were in the tomb that was his that's who they were referencing whenever they were getting the uh, little statue yeah I thought that was Alexander the Great's. Tomb. No, that was, but there was another one. It was Kang. They they alluded to it was Kang. Okay. So I think we, I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to get out of this because they kind of painted themselves into a corner here. I do so kind of feel cu- that because I'm kind of curious how they're going to do this because they've been able to. Not, I don't want to say explain away, but explain and tie in all these mythical gods and goddesses and ideas and theories through through the comics and now through the the movies and the shows of how they actually exist. Right. And then they have a, you know, as, even though it's far out comic book reaching um, logic, it still makes sense within that because there's, there's a reason for them. There's nothing so far actually spiritual right right Uh, you don't have an actual spiritual being you don't have a actual godly angelic demonic being yet everything gets explained away that the multiverse or other societies or um cosmic beings or whatever it still works right then they exist because they exist so this has not done that right like for all intents and purposes right now, they are Egyptian gods. They've done it a little different. And it's... It's not unpleasant. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. No, and, and I'm not either. I'm just... To clarify our perspective, it's not unpleasant. It's just interesting, it's interesting. to us how they've done it. Yeah, it's it's different from what they've done. Um, and... You know, in the past, I can see the reasoning behind a lot of that because they're, if you do do things that way, if you have a explanation for all the godly creatures or whatever, then you don't have, uh, like an established, like religion in the MCU. Like this is what's right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, because you don't have anything that solely requires like faith or whatever for it. Uh, because you're like, okay, well, the, the, uh, the, um, Norse gods come from Asgard, which is in this plane here, and you know should be coming to Oklahoma sometime. I don't know, but I really wish they would have done that. I that a little bit more. You never know; they still might. They still might. I'm not gonna hold my breath. 
Mm -mm. You know, so this is everything they've done in Moon Knight with the god godly creatures, godly beings or whatever, right now is very solely that's what it is. Like so I'm curious to see that. And I, and I was trying to think of before we started the show Apocalypse, I went I totally blanked out on his name. Um this could have been you know, this could have been the way to introduce, you know, mutants and things like that, because I'm, I'm sure you were waiting to see him somehow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of people waiting to see because of Egyptian lore to see if this would be apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and he could still do it. They're really good at dropping little hints that we may have missed through through the show. Um, to get that. But anyway, so that was you know, kind of the, like the run over, like what we liked, you know, we said it was darker, it's grittier, it's different than what they've done in the past. Mm -hmm. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I did too. What I thought I was, want more. Yeah. Um, before we get off of the, the mental health side of it, uh, which I'll keep coming up, but this is a really like big thing that we wanted to hint or to talk about. So I watched the whole show with my daughter and a little guy. And so we're, you know, we we had our theories back and forth of who was the the base, who's right. who's who's the actual person. Is it Mark? Right. Is it Steven? Where did they come from? And then when you get the, like the big reveal, you know, he's like, "Don't go in that room. Don't mm -hmm. don't go down that rabbit hole. Don't you know?" When they're exploring and trying to to come to terms with things about his little brother that passed away um, during a cave flood when he was with him exploring and they were somewhere that they probably shouldn't be, but they were doing what little kids do and go and run and play and explore and just a, a bad situation. Mm -hmm. And the creation of Steven was based off of, I can't remember the name of the movie that they watched together, but it was but uh, Dr. Stephen Grant, Dr. Stephen Grant. So it was a very like Indiana Jones type, like a very B movie, Indiana Jones type film that they watched together. You know, because you saw little bits of it here and there, and it wasn't really of the best production value, but, you know, you're a little kid. You're going to watch what you think is cool. Yep. And so his creation of Steven, it seems like that that was, one, his way to cope with a very abusive mother who blamed everything on him for that, even and though he was a little kid. Mentally and physically abusive. Mentally and physically. He would basically phase out into Steven, and Steven took all the brunt of it for him. We, and Stephen, here's where it gets interesting. Stephen, being the ever optimistic, sees the good in people, mm -hmm. chose to phase out any badness that happened. Phase out any badness and like, and seem to embody a lot of the personality traits of his little brother that he lost. Yep. And so, you know, that's just the trauma as a small child and what manifests from that. Um, number three, still what yet to be seen of where he came from and all of it um crap i forgot oh. where i was going i had a thing um talking about steven mental health oh yeah and and so you know we talked about that a lot of you know who was who was the real one and then finally seeing them able to merge the flashes of there's a third you know there it was well hinted early on and we covered that earlier in the show i mean even i think there was one point where the, they were like was that you and he's like no was that you when they i think they um Got into a battle, uh, got into a fight, killed a bunch of people. Something really violent happened. Let's 
Okay, so that was when they met up with the collector guy. Yeah. And let's talk about that because that happened really early too. Okay. Um, that guy actually died right after they got done filming, before the premiere. Oh. Like, he was great at that role. I'm trying to remember his character. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. <laughs> but he died in some freak... He was, like, only, like, 32 in some freak skiing accident. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was in something else also. He was in a lot of couple things. The collector character in there was, showed up quite a bit in the comics, if I remember right. Yep, yep. Um, and I'm so, like... remember who he was. Um, uh, crap. I forgot his name. I read about it though. Yeah, it was like a freak skiing accident. Yeah, just just died. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm looking at the cast. Hold on. Okay. It was not Crawley. Oh, um. Here's another flashback. The little um, guy, the gold statue he's always talking to. Mm -hmm. That's actually one of his informants, Jake Lockley's informants in the comics. Oh. Oh, that would make sense. Oh, the, uh, the human statue? Yeah. I had to think for a second. Okay. Uh, I'm looking him up. You think we'd be ready? Yeah. Fine. Well, we think of things as we go through it. Um, kind of looking back again, also at the Egyptian guys, we're, we're jumping around a little bit. There's a lot of these that that actually you know do show up in the comics themselves. Um, who else show actually? Well, I mean, Conchu obviously because he's central to the the story. Um, Amit, Tefnut, uh, Horus was an actual character in the comics. Um, I don't know if we Isis was in the comics, but I don't know if we saw her much in the right. show itself. Apparently, she was briefly heard. Um, she her mythology had been kind of loosely adapted into the comics. Um, the mother of Horus, who is uh, a major deity in Egyptian mythology, um. He made sporadic appearances throughout the comics. Um, also appeared in Thor comics. Okay, in I got it now. Battles too. with Thor. So, the guy who died was Gaspard Ulil, which he was amazing as that part. The collector guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he played Anton Mogart, and Anton Mogart, um, you know how he had all those um, rare treasures and stuff? Yeah. And how he got them, quote-unquote, got them? Well, in the comics, he was Midnight Man. He was a villain, actually a villain of Moon Knight. And um, then he died. So they can, you know, they can't utilize that character anymore. But flash fact: the original villain, who was supposed to be the villain, was supposed to be Bushman. In the comics, they fight a lot, and 
here's where it gets a little gruesome. Um, Moon Knight, Mark, always cuts off his face. Bushman's face? Yeah, he doesn't have a face because it's been cut off by Moon Knight. Oh. Um, but his character is Kilgore, basically, from Black Panther. Okay. It's almost the exact same backstory. Like, you know, betrayed, blah, 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 blah. And so they didn't want to use him. That's why they came out with Arthur. Wow, well, they didn't want to reuse it. Because it's the same character. Okay. Too similar, which I think ended up better. But yeah, yeah. I think they did, went a really good route with it. Here's something kind of interesting. So I'm kind of scrolling through this and looking at the oh, different. Another flashback. Yeah. First Jewish superhero in the MCU. Oh, yeah. I forget when he had. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had the Yamakon. Yep. Um, not Yamaka. Is that, wait, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I don't know. It's I. You couldn't have picked a better actor than Oscar Isaac for this. No, he did amazing. Let's, let's talk about the, this part real quick because he, for every personality, his face changed just mm-hmm. ever so slightly. Yeah. Like Steven, it was softer. Mark, it was harder. And then at the end, um, Jake was just stone cold. Yeah. Because um, Jake's the fixer. Jake's the, what, how it changed in the comics too. He drove a cab in the comics. He was a cabbie. And he he had his nose in the underworld. Um, he Jake was a fixer. Well, okay. So let's talk about the limit. Okay, well, well let's, just, let's go ahead and get just Jake established. You didn't see Jake until the post-credits scene. In the, in the finale right. um, and didn't really seem until the very end uh, when you know Conchu made himself known like the went and got Harrow who was in the hospital the mental hospital rolled him out stuck him in this limo you know that you don't see the face of the guy that sees him there but then um, you see Conchu in who, the Mr. Knight costume and, yeah wearing the whole Mr. Knight look um basically you know he tells you know did he introduce him how do you do it anyway see jacob spin around and shoot harrow in the face pop so what that shows is conshu still has control like mark and steven in their mind his mind anyway he's free they're free you know they're they're free they can switch back and forth between each other very freely now they've made amends it's a it's a time of healing for mark but But they don't, neither one of them are, neither Mark or the Steven personality are aware of Jake. Uh, Lockley? Jake Lockley. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not aware of him. Like you said, he's the fixer. Well, it's cool. So you see the the limo Mm -hmm. in this scene. So he's a cab driver in the comics. They're driving the limo. The limo has vanity plates, S-P-K-T-R, Spectre. Which I thought was hilarious. I cracked up at that one. Mm-hmm. Which that that also shows in the comics that there was the limo, um, that had this Spectre nameplate. And if I correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Mark more of a Mark Spectre more of a, like a Bruce Wayne type character? Uh huh. Yeah, he's super rich. Super he's, rich. He's, he's a Batman basically, except yeah. he's crazy with supernatural powers. Yeah. And so that's this, you know, a cool throwback to the comics because the limo and you know, for the money. But um, yeah, so I wonder 
That makes me wonder if like Mark had money that he didn't know he had, or maybe he just really had it and nobody ever knew it. Yeah. Or there's a you know a fourth one that's got some money running around somewhere. I bet. Well, as a Mer- you know, a Merc is a pretty lucrative job. Oh yeah, but you wouldn't be rolling around in a limo as a mercenary. No, no you, you wouldn't keep low key. Um, low key. <laughs> low key. Oh yeah. So the um, one one thing I was I was going to talk about when we were talking about the uh, the Egyptian gods and um, Horus um, is uh, that Horus showed up a lot in Thor um, in the comics, and so we've got Love and Thunder coming up. Maybe that could be the tie-in. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I could definitely see that actually. Yeah, like, that could that could be the tie-in to bring the Egyptian gods into all of that. And I just you know, from what I was reading, he participated in God of Thunder's battles with Seth, the Devourer, um, Akhenaten, and the Demogorge. So yeah, I can see that there could be some ties there. Um, there's so much they could do with this. Mm-hmm. Like and I I think that they're planning on it. I think they're they're planning on having a bigger picture for him. Yep. In the end, we just we just don't know it right now. I'm I'm really curious to see where he goes. Like I this is a great series. So how like you you know a little bit more. So if he comes into the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. What, he was an Avenger. He was an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I was going to kind of go with. Was he an Avenger? Was Because there's all these little factions that are slowly starting to form. He's been kicked out multiple times, but they have said Avengers are done. Okay. So where would he land? That's would a good be- question. Because I mean, like I said, you you see what we've seen the the beginnings of like uh, the Young Avengers, the uh, several I can't I'm I'm lost for words right now. Uh, was it Dark Avengers? Dark Avengers. Uh huh. Seen what we've set up. They've already set up for Dark Avengers. Yeah. A hundred percent. They're setting up for Dark Avengers and Young Avengers. Mm. So what, when you're saying the Avengers are done, like what we what we've seen, yep, you know Captain America, Iron Man, all that, it's time to move on. Yep, and they're going to have to to keep this going. They'll they'll have to branch off in other groups, and that's a big those are big shoes to fill to stay as popular. And so what I kind of feel like they're doing is they're really loading up their their. Uh, their magazine here they're really filling up with, with good quality characters ahead of time so they have this pool to pull from um, well, we've discussed this before this is what they do yeah this is what they do they you know they've got they probably have this planned out for 10 years better part of 10 years mm-hmm. that they want to add this in and there's probably a 10 year past this plan of things that happened in this episode or in this episode in this series that they can call back to and bringing back for different things like they're they're setting up the roster Yep, hundred percent. Continually, continually setting up the roster and continually making little small changes here and there that 
they may or may not have to call back to. They just have it there in case they need to use it. In right. case they want to go a certain way, it's already set up and done. Which I think is brilliant because it, it's, it speaks to people like us. We want more. Mm -hmm. We do. We do. Um, I want more at a slightly slower pace because it's hard for me to keep up with everything. Well, it's, they, I mean, they kind of just throw it at you. Yeah. Take it and love it. Take it, take it and I like it. Die. Okay. I can't take any more. No, I don't want to. So since he was an Avenger, but Avengers are done, how would you like to see more of him? What would, what would be a cool in the bigger center, picture in the bigger picture? It, whether it makes uh, comic canon or not, which actually I'm kind of a fan of it, not making comic canon or not being totally derived from comic canon. I like things that are unexpected in the, how they're doing it. Right. Right. That gets the fanboys riled up. That's not how it happened in the comics. For 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 Cool. It's something new. They thought of a new idea. What would you, what would be a cool team up or a cool scenario that you would like to see him in? Well, I've been trying to think of this because, you know, the big picture is phase four is cosmic and multiverse. We know mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I don't think he would fit in well with the cosmic. I think he would do great with multiverse. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, and I'm thinking that's kind of what they're setting him up for is multiverse. And the reason is because his shattered psych psyche mm -hmm. would fit in perfectly with the multiverse. And variants of moon Knight. Like, and, yeah, I mean, other psyches, yeah. other personalities besides but, Steve. Yes, and, and Jake, and you would have, like, his, he would be able to, um, I think he'd be able to better accept the multiverse mm -hmm. than, let's say, like, your Winter Soldier, then your Captain America. Yeah. Because um, they're great for universal threats or galactic but when it's multiverse, you know, you need the weirder heroes for that. That's why I'd love to see Deadpool brought in, too. Oh, yeah. We can talk about it. It'd be really cool to see them together. Mm -hmm. So I think I think he's going to, because they've already said Strange is going to be the anchor for Phase 4. Yeah, makes sense. He's the one who they're, they're tying everything together. I have a feeling he's going to be kind of the brutal, kooky sidekick. Let's see that. Uh, I have an idea. What's that? That I mean, I think would be really cool. So we've are we've already we are already seeing the um, the groundwork place for one blade to show up. It's coming. Yep. Oh, definitely. So you have blade. Here's a cool team up. Here's the team up I would like to see. So you have blade. You have Moon Knight. You have uh, what's Kit Harrington's? Uh, is it? Black Knight? Uh, Black Knight, yep, yep. Okay, so we get two knights. One, the joke's right themselves, right there already. Like, it's there's going to be cool things that could happen. Yep. But from the mood of this show, from what we know about Blade, anyway, in general, because we've already seen, you know, people that, that don't even read the comics are aware of Blade because the previous movies, darker, grittier, bloodier, more violent. And then we throw in Deadpool. And so that team up... 
could be well, I don't know. Deadpool's way. I think he's too. They are setting up for Midnight Suns. I wonder if Moon Knight will be part of the Midnight Suns arc. So who do you have now? You have Blade. You have You've, Black you Knight. got Blade. Okay, so the original Midnight yeah. Suns are Blade, Hannibal, who's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, Blade, Hannibal, and Ghost Rider. Who is Moon Knight um, promised to protect? In his oath, who did he promise to protect? The travelers, travelers of the night. Oh, I vampires. see where you're going with this. Freaking vampires. I see where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. 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 I bet they are set, the travelers of the night, Midnight Suns. I bet they're setting them up for the Midnight Suns arc. All right, you heard it here um, first, folks. Well, and I'm wondering how that you know Ghost Rider's coming. You know yeah. he's coming. It's just I wonder how and when. Um, here's another flashback. It was cut, but Eternals was supposed to make a was supposed to show up in this. In Moon Knight? Uh-huh. I did not know that. Yep. See, I have to draw this. I draw this personal fine line of. I try not to read too much, especially while I'm watching it, because I don't want to get spoiled. I've taken this new angle into watching things as they come out, where I'm trying to. I like I avoid trailers. I avoid anything previous until I watch it. Right. Um, one because I don't want things to get spoiled, uh, especially on Facebook and things like that, because I'm sometimes really late coming to the party. Even if you're like two days late now getting to the party with a movie release, you can get everything spoiled. Oh, 100%. If you, go, if you, you know, accidentally. But what's really cool, and so like with Multiverse of Madness, other than what the little bit we've talked about here, I've tried to avoid all trailers, all anything. Right. Because I want to go into it completely blank, completely pure. Pure? Yeah, I'm wearing a white dress. And, <laughs> but I, I have found that has made things that's been able to help me look at things one more objectively, because whether you want to or not, you'll get influenced by other people's opinions. Uh, if you're reading anything about what they think about it coming up, you're, you're able to be more objective and you're able to be more critical of the show. Right. And it's that much more enjoyable. And it takes me back to a time whenever like we might see a little trailer on tv in the times before streaming and on demand and all that were like you would catch a commercial because you're watching saturday morning cartoons or whatever right that was it it wasn't in your face all the time so when you actually finally got to watch the movie you wanted to watch you could wait until it came out on vhs or dvd for home release and it wouldn't right. be spoiled for you unless little jimmy on the playground said something little dick little asshole but, jimmy yeah jimmy so that's Ask that's been jimmy my take on like consuming media here lately and i've really enjoyed it it's made things more enjoyable and, I agree allowed, with that. and allowed me to be more critical of things and not like i said not be influenced like oh i really liked it like no i didn't actually really like it because um, it got ruined because well well no that like people hype it up and you know whatever it is and like, oh, it's so great, and this and this. And then in your head, you're hearing, oh, this is so great. And you go watch it, and you're like, okay, this is going to be so great. Like, yeah, that was so great. Then if you're going in blind, like, that really wasn't that great. It wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be. Or it was greater than I was hoping for, you know. And so it, it allows you to 
be less influenced, I think. Anyway, right. a little, no, little I, aside there. And I agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree with that. It's God, I was ready to go watch multiverse this weekend or next weekend. Um, As fans, we don't want to be too upset with it. I want I really want to go watch multiverse. The uh, the closest theater mm-hmm. is about twenty miles to the northwest. Got hit by the tornado. Oh no, oh Shawnee. Yeah, uh, no, Seminole. There's a little two screen theater that's a fifteen minute drive from my place. That's really nice. Like little hometown two screen theater. They show new releases when they first come out. Prices right. are reasonable. Popcorn's awesome. Snacks are great. Never crowded. And yeah. Got hit by the tornado. The, it was an tornado. EF2. Yeah. Yeah, I drove so, through it. Some, did some damage. Uh, well, I want to go see it too. I'm I can't wait for it. Yeah. Um because I think it's gonna tie into the bigger picture. Mm. I hope they use it to like you've talked about with the Midnight Suns, and that that just from having Blade and Ghost Rider, you've got a darker uh arc that can play out and you can do more adult things like violently not like Mm -hmm. adult things like but you know (laughs) we get to see a lot more adult stuff Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. hide the adamantium we're gonna play a little (laughs) bit of that where's my wookie um actually that's what i'd like to see too because star wars day was this week Mm mm-hmm They've already said that Star Wars exists in the same universe as the MCU. Okay. So when you're saying that, you mean the movies. Exist. The movies. Yeah. The movies. Yeah. Not the movies all exist in the Star same Wars universe. Star Wars was in the past. In a 818 or 616, whatever the MCU universe is. Oh, it's um, it's like four numbers. All right, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, find it's, it again. It's, um, it's supposed to be in the same universe. So I would love to see that. Okay, so Marvel, it, it's wait a second. MCU is set in the six one six, but they called it something else there for for a short time. Anyway, yeah. Oh, now they're calling it six one six. Well, as of this was from last November. I thought it was Earth one nine 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 nine. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about because it was something else. And that's how it started out with, with um, WandaVision. Because remember, because I was saying, oh, it's 616, but then we looked, and then it was like the four numbers. Yeah. But this is from Screen Rant back in November that um, Nate, Nate Moore, who's a Marvel producer, confirms that the MCU is set in the 616 universe. In the simplest terms, 616 universe is the main Marvel universe. So I wonder if it's like the movie 616. I don't know. Anyway. It- Ultimate Spider Man. Marvel, keep it the same. I can't keep up with it. I can't keep up with it too. But mm. so yeah, overall, Moon Knight, I really, really enjoyed it. I want more of it. Yep. It does. It does a. Oh, another flash fact. We didn't go over. Okay. Um. So his office was, you know, meant to be Mark's mind. Yeah. We saw the sarcophagus mm-hmm. in the mental institution. Yep. Um, uh, two things. Uh, what, Tarawet? Yeah. The hippo goddess. She is the mother or the protector of mothers, newborns, fertility, pregnancy, all that stuff. So hippos, they're really calm until you 
basically piss them off. And then, you know, they go into attack mode. They're super fierce. She was misrepresented in this. She's supposed to have the limbs of a lion, the body of a lion, and the head of a hippo. Looking at here. So there's that. And then um it also had different limbs, I thought. Uh so the the two marks scene when Mark met mm-hmm. Grant. Or Steven, right? Yeah. That wasn't done with just him playing two parts. That's his younger brother. So when Oscar played Mark, his brother played Steven. When he played Steven, Oscar's younger brother played Mark. And he just did the... No, he just looks exactly like him. What? Hold on. Yes. He looks exactly like him. I mean, they had to do makeup. But yeah. no, he looks exactly like him. So when they're running side by side, that's actually the two brothers. Oscar Isaac, what's his brother's name? Uh, it's not Oscar Isaac. I think Oscar Isaac's a uh, stage name. Isaac's oh, Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada. He's Guatemalan. Okay, Oscar Isaac brother. That's what I'm going to go with. But yeah, he looks exactly like him. Isn't that nuts, though? His brother also plays Moon Knight and has a rude name. Hold on here. Oh, man. So, hold on. Here's where his, uh, he went by a clever code name. So I'm gonna read this whole quote to you. It's a, it's a. This was uh, Hernandez. That's his brother. Um, went under a face casting process and wore a fake nose so he could look like Isaac's. Mm-hmm. Um, his version of Mark Spector even went by a clever code name. So it was just weird. It was just this weird mutated abomination of Mark with a fake prosthetic nose. I had never done the whole casting thing where they pour green goo over your face. And I was totally game for that. I was totally game for like, yeah, you want to give me a wig or a fake nose. We even thought of a fake chin parts and cheeks. And then we established that if we're going to film from behind my shoulder, the nose was the prominent part of the face to get. And so that made it feel like it was actually Oscar there because he has a beautiful schnoz and we wanted to recreate that. Eventually I forgot about it. You see that worked out well. Mork sphincter is what Mork's the sphincter. <laughs> That was the code name for fake Mark, played by Oscar's brother, Mark Sphincter. Mark Sphincter. I know what our next uh, names are going to be mm-hmm. in whatever game we're playing. Mark Sphincter. Mark, Spin- Mark, Mark Spector. Sphincter. Mark Sphincter. I call dibs on Mark. Okay. I'll get- Damn it. I get to be. Why am I always Sphincter? Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Sphincter. Oh, I was- I've been waiting for that meme. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Whenever Mark like Spector. somebody actually saw Mark Spector, there was a line. Somebody was like, "Oh, hi, Mark!" When they saw him, and like, oh. "Oh, hi, Mark!" Yeah, I can make that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. I mean, what did you all think? What did you all think of the portrayal of the portrayal of the mental health of Mark? Um, what did you think of the series? Let us know. 
tone of it, the the visual, whatever you guys thought of it. Like, there's a lot of things to pull from this. Mm-hmm. Really cool visuals, really cool story, really good awareness. Ness, you know, bringing some things to the forefront. Um, a lot of cool potential. Any Egyptologists out there that know things, um, tell us what all we got wrong because I'm really curious. I don't know a lot about it. I'm familiar with some of it. It's really fascinating to me, and this kind of makes me want to like dig back into it again. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm waiting to see where the whole picture comes together. So we have, like we said in the beginning, there's a Discord and there's links in the show notes below. Join, join the conversation. Tell us what you thought about the show, not our show, Moon Knight. We don't Moon care Knight. what you think about us. Tell us what you thought about Moon Knight, and like, give us some ideas for stuff in the future. What would you yeah. like to see us talk about? Yep. Or hear us talk about, or whatever. Or whatever. So, with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerd. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. Wherever you guys are, have a great morning, evening, night, Nerd whatever time it is. And be good to each other. See ya. See ya. It could get elevated. Nerd Corazza. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word. MCs shied away from...